everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep in how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing. There's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. We have Julia on the podcast this week, a global mind and body coach. Julia is an ambitious, busy mom, wife, and entrepreneur, and she realized that putting herself first was not only the most selfless thing she could do, but it was also the driving force to up-leveling her life and business. As a mind and body coach, Julia is on a mission to help thousands of ambitious, busy women establish their wellness routine and prioritize their self-care using her high vibe Zen hot method so that they can create and live the life of their dreams. And today, Julia is sharing some of that insight and wisdom with us, talking about entrepreneurship, mindset, self-care, mindfulness, health and fitness, habits and goal setting, and so much more. Enjoy. All right, Julia, welcome to the Healthiest Hot Podcast. I'm super stoked so you're here. I'm loving the greenery behind you. People, you can't see it, but like it looks it looks very Zen AF. It looks like your environment is very reflective of what you're putting out into the world. A hundred percent environment is super important. Um, a lot of people miss that aspect, but it's p- actually part of the reason sometimes they stop, you know, working out at home or doing what they do. So making space, you know, that you are feel inspired to go to every day is super important. So, I love yeah. that you mentioned that too, because sometimes we don't realize, like we all know to make our beds, right? Like, and I think most of us do that. It feels, it feels very cleansing in the morning to make your bed, especially at the end of the day, you crawl under it. But I think sometimes we forget that we need to extend that kind of practice to the rest of our lives, whether it's our workout environment at home, like we're all still in lockdown. And like, what is that an inviting space? Do you have like, is the vibe and is the energy inviting to you? What about your kitchen? Like when you open up your kitchen pantry and your fridge, is it inviting and reflective of like who you want to be and how you want to show up with regards to your health goal. So I fully agree. I think environment is incredibly powerful. 110%. It's actually one of the first things um, I teach um, like in, in my digital programs. And people are probably like, what is this doing in this program? But you don't understand that like all this stuff really does consume your energy, whether you kind of are aware of it or not. So, you know, if you're going to be practicing in a place or meditating in a place, like you have no idea, but those water bottles that are on your nightstand are consuming your energy and, you know, the colors and the green, all of that stuff matters at the end of the day. Um, even if you're, you don't really realize it. Right. Uh, so it's something I have them do at, um, all my girls do when they, before they even start. So I call it the success week. So I'm like, go to your kitchen, you know, get rid of the ketchup packet, like everything, like, you know, make space for the person that you are becoming, you know, uh, clear out all the, you know, old 
stuff, get, you know, brand new sports bra, what, what have you, you know? So making space for the person that you are becoming mentally, physically, and in your schedule. Yes. I like that you brought in the sports bra analogy, not even analogy example as well, because there's nothing worse than when you like try to step into the person you want to be. Like you've been saying as a person who like moves and, and honors their body and works out and goes out for runs, but then you go and put on your workout clothes and it makes you feel like trash or it's like ratty and has holes in it. Or like, it doesn't fit you properly. It doesn't make you feel good. Like, honestly, it's time to make room, like go ahead and chuck that out, treat yourself to something that actually makes you feel like the boss that you are because it's those little changes those little like steps that make it easier for us to follow through on goals that might seem hard at the beginning but really we can do it we just kind of need to set ourselves up for success 110 percent. i say this all the time it's the little things that create big results and even i've been you know i'm constantly doing that i'm constantly checking myself and like um I upgraded my little sweatpant like outfits and stuff like that and everything. And I'm just like, why, why am I keep, why do I keep, even though I sometimes I really like some of the raggedy stuff, <laughs> like the raggedy sweatpants, like I have like the Toronto ones that, you know, Blue Jays ones that my, uh, that were my husband's that I really like. But for the most part, like just those little things actually really cultivates a lot of self-love just putting on my perfume here and there, you know, just because it, it, it has big, results, even though it's a very small thing, you know, you just kind of like show yourself that you're worth a nice sweatpants suit, you know, you're worth like smelling good and looking good, even if nobody else is going to see, you know, so it's like the little things that really matter to you, like, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, before we get into more like nuts and bolts of amazing life hacks and tips and tricks on stepping into the person you want to be, because there's so many things I want to talk to you about. I want to give everyone a chance to like, get to know who you are, Julia. And we got to talk about Zen hot wellness. Got to talk about the fact that you are a mind and body coach, which is like a really gorgeous combination. It's like, "Mm, what, what? So like, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you're putting out into the world with Zen hot wellness wellness. Cause it's, it's kind of a different vibe than what I've seen out there and I'm into it. Well, I'm glad you um, see that. And like, yeah, I think I did kind of tap into something where, and you know, if I'm being completely honest, I, you know, I, I started as, you know, in uh, a Pilates instructor, but, and I had a physical space and I had a really successful, like uh, physical practice, but then um, I got pregnant, moved to California. And at that point, after having my baby girl, I decided I was going to go virtual. Um, and I didn't really know exactly what that entailed. And this was before the, right before the pandemic. So the pandemic just kind of like launched me into the virtual world. Um, definitely gave me a nice push, but um, I had already decided to do that. And now it's like, wow, I have this like platform that I didn't have necessarily in my classes. Um, I could always speak a little bit before and then stay afterwards and talk to my students and you know they got amazing results I didn't get a lot of like before and after photos but they would come to me like months later and be like listen like I've never worked out of my life I've never found something that I could stick to these girls were coming to my classes like five days out of the week you know and I was like okay and then they're like I've been going to your classes and like I feel happier like and I'm thinking like yeah I know because I know what those classes um are capable of not just physically but mentally you know Mm -hmm. and now I have this online platform where I can like really tap into that and share more about that side of 
the, the, the mind side because in the mindset side, because really that's, that's the missing piece um, to fitness and nutrition and any kind of wellness that you're trying to cultivate into your life that not a lot of people talk about personal trainers don't really talk about this. Like nutritionists don't really talk about this. They kind of tell you what to do and then they just, you know, whatever, but it's like, it doesn't, they don't drive it home and they don't change. Um, they don't help you change on an identity level, which is mm. what it takes to really create new habits and a new lifestyle at the end of the day. When we can create new habits, we really kind of have to go to the identity level. Like that is, it's pretty heavy stuff. Like it's, it's deep. It means hard work. Like to me, I hear identity change and I'm like, whoo, all right, it's time to buckle up. Like we're in for the, we're in for a real ride. But I think when you show up and you commit to doing that kind of work where you look at your mindset, you look at your self-limiting beliefs, you look at the stories you tell yourself and maybe realize they need to be updated. That's, I believe when you can really make like transformational change that will stay with you for the rest of your life. Is that also something that you've seen in your time as a mind and body coach for as many years as you've been doing it? A hundred percent. And listen, like the mind part was, is a lot newer for me, right? It's like, um, in terms of the emphasis that I'm putting on it now. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like also, like you said, that there has been a shift where, people are a lot more accepting about this, you know, cause I've been like meditating and doing mindfulness and like all this wellness stuff for like over 10 years, but I was like in the closet with it, you know, <laughs> like reading self-help books was not cool with the crowd that I was running with. You know, I was like totally on the down low and now it, like people are just more open to it. And um, I'm like, I've been doing this stuff for years, you know, like, and not just studying it, but putting it into practice. So, um, and I've tried all the, all the rituals, I've tried all the things and I know exactly now, not only just how to develop your own custom customized wellness, like routine and like, you know, because it's not a one size fits all. Like, I think everybody should know that by now that um, fitness and, and nutrition especially is not a one, one size fits all. So how do you incorporate this into your life that it actually makes sense, whether you're mm -hmm. busy or you have all the time in the world and, and things like that. It's like, even just a little bit can go a long way as long as you are know how to do it consistently. Right. So, and, and, and the mindset is so important because when people first start out on their wellness journey, well, they do, they do too much, you know, they bite off too much than more than they can chew. And then they kind of get into a place where, you know, they're like, oh, this isn't for me. See, I knew I couldn't do it. Like, you know, all that mindset stuff. But when you set your mindset to a growth mentality, right, where you're like accepting that, um, quote unquote failure for just feedback, because, you know, if, if you like, you know, what, what do most people do? Right. Like when they're like, OK, I'm going to work out five days, seven days a week. I'm going to eat sa only salads and they go all gung ho. But that's not even sustainable. Right. No. So like, let's see how we can start, you know, gradually working it in and actually making it um, achievable. Right. Attainable to you. And then if something doesn't work, we change it. It's just feedback. It's just a way to kind of, um, you know, work it into and work it and massage it into your life. Right. So that it's something that you can actually do. So, you know, maybe months down the road, you can miss a workout and not feel guilty about it. You can go through the drive through and you know that it's not the end of the world. You just start back up on the next meal, you know? 
Yeah. Oh, growth mindset is everything. Um, I recently did an interview with the author of The Power of Habit, Charles Duhigg, and he mentioned very similarly to what you just shared that failure, and I'm, I should put air quotes too, because I don't think there's anything such thing as failure, but it's really just feedback. Like it's an awesome learning opportunity. And when I was chatting with him, he was he made the reference to scientists and he was like, if all the scientists in the world never had failures in their experiments, like we wouldn't be where we are today. Like you have to push yourself and sometimes maybe sure you don't get exactly what you want, but you get so much valuable information from that, that then you adjust course and you get back on the horse. And then by doing that, by looking at quote unquote failure as feedback, we end up becoming such resilient individuals. And we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I've got this goal. I'm going to go for it. But I know that I can change and know that I can customize it as I go so that it becomes sustainable. Cause you're right. Like sometimes people make goals and it's, it's, I'm not going to eat any carbs. I am going to cut out everything that I love in life and only eat green smoothies. And I'm going to work out all the time and like, good for you if you can keep it up. But like, to me, a, that doesn't sound fun. Um, I like to live my life. I like to travel, I like to go to dinners and events. So it's like, like, how can we still get our goals, but in a sustainable way where we don't live in a state of deprivation or starvation or self-hatred if we accidentally have a treat night and kind of get to a place where we can feel good in our bodies and value ourselves and hold ourselves to a higher standard. But I mean, it's, it's work. And like, that's what you do with, with your, with your crew, with your Zen hotties. Absolutely. You know, and I never shy away from emphasizing that, yes, it's going to be hard work, like sometimes, right? Like you cannot get something for nothing. Like it's, it's going to be work, but it's always going to be worth it, you know? So I take them through a very simple system, a little method, my Zen hot wellness method. But, you know, if you ever held a plank for one minute, you know, simple is not always easy. So all it is, is just taking where they're struggling, what they're struggling with, you know, what they want, what they think they want, which is like, whatever, or like, I want to lose weight, or I want to eat better, or I want to be less stressed, or whatever it is. And then, you know, getting them their goals in line. Um, and that's just like, okay, well, if you had those things, how would that make you feel, right? So you are actually kind of shooting more for like feeling healthier and feeling um, more at peace. And then I, that makes things a little bit more actionable, even though that's a state, right? Um, but there you'll quickly see how you can, you know, have those things on a daily basis. So then we look at, you know, your top priorities, like what are the rituals that are going to get you a healthier, you know, body or um, a more peaceful mind, right? So that's maybe meditation and, you know, walking, you know, six days out of the week, right? So making it, you know, actionable and also measurable, right? So I'm going to meditate, you know, 10 minutes, you know, five days out of the week or every morning, and I'm going to walk six days out of the week right after my meditation, right? So like, you know, giving, you know, that timeline and, and, and everything, all those metrics, um, in, they're super important, right? Because or else how would you measure? Um, and then moving those things to your non-negotiables. So these are going to be like your wellness non-negotiables, things that feed your mind, body and yourself. And whether you're tired, you are sick, you're, it's raining, it's there's sunshine, like, you know, that at least if you do those things, these like few things, and there some Sometimes that list is very short. Like for me, it's just like meditation and walking. Um, mm -hmm. You know that, you know, you're, you're going to get everything that you need. So no need to have like, 
hours and hours long of morning, night and midday routine, even though that's great. But as long as you get those essentials, like in feed your, you know, mind, body and self, like you'll be good. You won't get into that place of like overwhelm or, or stress or, or confusion or, or what have you. Right. No, I think that's awesome. And for anyone listening who maybe isn't quite ready to dive into a full blown program yet, and I'd love to talk with you about that next, really, of like what that program looks like and how people can find more information. But like you've just shared some awesome, awesome actionable items. Like look at your life, um, kind of think about what your goal is, and then ask yourself, like, what would that make you feel like, why is that important to you? And hold on to that feeling. And then look at your, your routines, your rituals, and see if they align with that future you who's like achieve that goal and make adjustments as you can. And then if you want take it one step further, like Julia just shared and pick a couple non-negotiables that no matter what, no matter how stressful, how chaotic, how uncertain your day is, if you can get those two, three, even one item done, you can feel proud of yourself that day. And I think sometimes we forget to celebrate the little things that we do every day, we hold out for these like massive, big life-changing goals that are going to change everything. And like, cool, they might, but like what happens between now and then? Like there's a lot of time um, to either like be proud of yourself or have a lot of self-doubt and self-criticism. And we get to choose kind of where our thoughts are going. And sometimes it's with the actions that we take. A hundred percent celebrate the little wins because they breed bigger wins. It's what I say all the time. And actually one of the main things I have to work on and practice mindfully, like on a weekly basis, because I'm very ambitious. I'm very go, go, go. So it is, it, that's the work for me is actually just slowing down and seeing like, wow, how far I've come in such little time with everything that I have to do. Right. So um, some people it's getting going. Mine is more so like slowing down, which is like, why? you know this <laughs> stuff is like so you know I, I am the product of my own um products <laughs> the first step is really to develop your why um because that's going to you know give your brain a trigger and you know help your brain and your mind and, and prioritize your new goal. So like, why are you even doing this? And a big one of mine was like, you know, I know if I can do this in the middle of a pandemic with a newborn and all that good, like all that stuff, right. Um, building a new business, a new type of business, right. Virtual, um, then anybody could do it. You know, like, so that was really my big why is like, I know if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I can speak from the heart and I can say as busy and as, you know, chaotic as life might, might seem at the moment, you can prioritize yourself. And not only that, you deserve to, and not only that, you're your number one most valuable asset. So when you do, everything else falls into place and you are responding in a way that is from your best self every single day. Like how proud are you of everything that you've accomplished in this community that you've built of badass bosses that are just out there showing up for themselves because of this space that you've created? Chloe, listen, I'm telling you, I do not take it for granted that I wake up every single day and the first words out of my mouth are like, thank you for letting me just be able to live my passion like, I don't take it for granted at all. I know that there's a lot of people that don't get to say that. Um, and, and I do, I just don't take it for granted. It is, I am 
that certainty that you're on the right track, even though, you know, maybe you have no idea like where that road is or where it's going or like, you know, and you also have that big picture in mind and you're wondering like, if will I ever get there? It doesn't even matter because I feel so certain uh, for uh, at where I am in this moment. And again, I just don't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. I realize that that is something special, you know? So um, everything works out and everything kind of comes full circle. Like if I think about the 10 lifetimes that I feel I've had, <laughs> everything has come around full circle, you know, like who would have known that all this stuff that I was doing on my, you know, free time for the last 10, 11 years is something that now I get to do and teach to amazing women every single day. Like, and, and I don't know. So there, yeah, I, I don't take it for granted. It's, it's amazing. A lot of gratitude. I can hear it in your voice for sure. When you were making the switch and, and building this digital platform and this coaching business, um, were you scared at all? Like, was there anything that, that you kind of had to work through as far as stories that you tell yourselves or self-limiting oh. beliefs? Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Listen, like uh, being an entrepreneur or developing a, wor- a wellness routine or anything, they're also parallel, right? Like you're always like different level, different double all the time. So you think that you have worked through something. And let me tell you, <laughs> when you that next level, it shows up right again. But it's like, you know, and, but you have to remember you have the tools, right? You have the tools to not just, you know, to go through it, right? To go through it. What is this trying to tell me now? Like, what is this like showing me now? And it's just making you a better person. So if you, again, if you develop that growth mindset, then you're unstoppable, really. It still sucks. Like, it's like some of the anxiety, some of the limiting beliefs, like that you have to go through, um, still, you still feel it, right? Um, but it doesn't hold you down for that long. You don't stop, you don't quit, mm-hmm. right? Like, so it, they're still there. I still, ha- you know, get to work through it. But um, I know now, because I've had enough practice doing so that when I come out of it, I'm going to become out bigger, better, stronger, wiser. Right. So it's all about how it's all about your mindset. It's all about how you process these things that you go through. So a hundred percent, I've gone through plenty of things. Like literally I've had anxiety in my chest where I'm like, I thought I worked through this. What's going on here? You know? And like when in mindfulness, it's a, it's a very simple tool, right? It's a very simple tool and all it is is paying attention on purpose and meeting what comes up with curiosity, kindness, non-judgment, an open heart and an open mind. So if you're feeling like that anxiety or those limiting beliefs or whatever, instead of pushing them down, which I did for a long time, right? I'm stronger than this. I don't need this. And I got so used to actually feeling good that once if something came up, I'd be like, oh, so scared of it. Right. But like, if you actually like lean into it and not judge it, it's not good or bad. Right. Like, um, you just, you, you actually can uproot something that you didn't really even know is, was there. And in doing that, it actually loses its power. Wow. Yeah. When we shine a light on something, it's hard to ignore it. And then we're kind of forced to, to face it. I love what you said, paying attention on purpose. My gosh. I mean, how often in life for anyone listening, and I know myself, like how often in life do we sometimes 
stay on autopilot. Like we are just kind of walking around in like a fog, like we're neither here nor there. We're focused on the past, thinking about the future. But every time we do that, every moment that passes that we're not in the present is a moment that we like, we will never get back. I'm like, there's some like magic and beauty in the present moment, even when it's difficult times. Like I, I recognize that right now globally is, is still very challenging, but my goodness, if we can find a way to be present in the here and now and still find ways to be grateful, um, to find moments of gratitude, to still feed our souls and our minds and our bodies and to practice self-care, like we're going to be golden when we come out of this. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. There's so many ways to fit that into your life. It doesn't have like the most mundane things. Like that's why mindfulness makes your life so much richer. Um, and then like, especially with the practice of it, right? Like at first it might feel a little silly or it might feel not as great, right? Like there's a lot of misconceptions in terms of actually meditation and mindfulness, like that you think you're going to just be all blissed out and actually shit hits the fan for a, a little while to be completely honest. But, um, you know, the more you practice, cause that's the, that's where the, 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 the magic is, is in the practice and application of it every single day, the more you practice, the more you can tap into it a lot sooner, a lot better. And, and you, like, I, I'm inject and like, I have this little like mindful moment series on my, um, IGTV where I show you how simple it can be to just, you know, um, do practice mindfulness in the most mundane ways while you take a bath, while you do the laundry, while you, you know, brush your hair, like straighten your hair. Like all it is, is paying attention on purpose. And you are just, um, you are just feeding your mind and like, and, uh, strengthening that focus muscle. So, and that'll serve you in so many different ways and endless, endless benefits. I think you are such an inspiration for so many, and it's it's very clear to me why women gravitate towards you. But I also think for your adorable little one, like you are also such an inspiration in that sense too, um, like a busy, outgoing, inspirational, like high achieving boss. I mean, that is awesome. You are setting such an amazing example. What's that been like to balance both motherhood and being an entrepreneur in the digital space? Listen, she's the one that lit a fire under my ass. Like when her, I saw her little eyes look at me for the first time, I was like, who do I want to be? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, listen, you don't have to have a baby to experience this, but like, it just, that's just what happened with me. It was just so much, it was just so much more clarity. Right. And so I was like, yeah, like I, I really wanted to answer that question, you know, for myself and for her, but at the same time, I never want to lose sight of like how I got that fire, right? Which was her. So she's always going to be my number one priority. So I've been building this whole you know, online platform and coaching business and everything that I, that I do, all the content that I put out, I'm on that nap time hustle. So only when she sleeps is when I work, mm -hmm. I've only been a nanny a month ago. And that's something I kind of manifested and was ready for and things like that. But, um, I was ready, you know, until she went to little preschool or whatever, to just keep doing that nap time hustle and, and, and fitting my business in around her. Right. So, honestly, it's been, it's been a balance. And there's been some days where I'm like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm doing any of it that well, you know, but it always, I always come down to come back to, you know, what I know for sure. Right. And what I know for sure is that she's my priority that 
the business comes second, but it's also, you know, it's, it's going to be on my terms since it's my business, it's going to be, I'm building a business around me, not, not the other way around. Right. So always having that in the forefront, having, knowing that what my priorities are, what my values are, help me build a successful business that I'm aligned with versus the Mm -hmm. other way around. People like like moms, um, they don't know that they have this superpower to, to tap into where, you know, because postpartum, like that, the baby, like it needs so much. I mean, like, you know, when they finally, you know, go to sleep for maybe that 20 minutes or whatever, you got to decide whether you're going to like go to the bathroom, feed yourself, do the laundry, take a shower. Like, what are you going to do? So you have to like know your priorities, like right off the bat. Number one, number two, it's like, you don't have time for the BS anymore. People that are like, wait, anything that's weight, that's not worth your time. Like it's just not worth it. Right. So something that, you know, if you, if you want to talk about a limiting belief that came up during that time for me was like, Oh my God, like, um, I only have the, this short amount of time that when she goes to sleep, she was probably going to sleep two at this point, like two times a day for like an hour, hour and a half, you know, uh, each time. So like combined, that was like three hours, you know, in the day. And I was like, like, how am I ever going to do this? How am I ever going to like take care of myself, build a business, like do all the things, you know, take care of my house, take care of my husband, do all the things. Right. And like what I just kept repeating to myself and has served me so well was just that, you know, three hours of focused energy is way more powerful than all the time in the world. Because at this point, I have the least time I've ever had in my life, the least energy or like there's something consuming my energy the most that I ever had in my life. And I've been the most productive and I've built the most, you know, amazing things that I have ever had in my life. What does healthy is hot mean to you? I don't know. I love healthy is hot because like, my brand has Zen hot in it. Yep. Right? always say like if you want to be hot as fuck that is okay you deserve to Mm -hmm. have whoever you want and whatever you want just go get it yes go get it indeed and if people want to go get more information about you and everything you're all about where would you like people to find you online you can go to Zen Hot Wellness across the World Wide Web. Um, check me out. I have, yeah, like you mentioned before, like a um, you know a bunch of free content and you know the will and uh, you know and you want to and you like my classes or you want to check them out that they're always available, right? That I, I make I'm very accessible in that way. I do have some um, digital programs that you can do on your own. Um, and they combine that fitness and nutrition with the mindset component. So thank you, Chloe. Yeah, I would love that. I mean, listen, like we have a lot to add. You know, I want to take this little moment to say congrats on your new endeavor as well. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Thank you for like just following your passion, you know, because I know that you're going to help so many amazing people as well. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. Now, if you enjoyed this chat, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And of course, Healthy is Fucking Beautiful. We'll see you next week.